Mino Line Media presents the Business First Podcast. Hi, all, and welcome to another episode of Business First with Sonia Aline. I am your host, and today it's just you and me. And the last time I did this, it was a few episodes ago in a podcast entitled What's Your Business Story? Anyone who knows me knows that I'm really passionate about business stories and the importance they are or they have in your business. In fact, I always say it's the most important aspect of your business, because even if you have to look for money or you're talking to a banker or you're, you're, you're talking to friends and family to help to, to look for them to invest in your business, you're still going to have to lead with a great story. And so I started a business with a really good friend of mine, Shay Leonora, and we've renamed the, the business. It is now Storytellers Magic. We're working on our manual that's going to be available for, uh, for purchase very shortly. And it's all about not only just how to develop an important business story, but how to execute on it, how to have it run throughout your, your business. And so, that, so every time your customers have an experience with you, they have a consistent experience with your business. And so in the last episode, I talked about our uh, system. We've created a number of systems, and, and I started talking about one of them in the previous episode, uh, which is called the 4D system. And what I focused on in that last episode was the first D, which is decide. And when we talk about decide, it's really the foundational aspect of your business story. The, the four components for an effective story, and it's where you start when developing your business story, is being able to be clear and effective about who you are, what you do, why you do it, and for whom you do it. And some people might say, well, that, that makes sense or that's obvious. But what happens a lot of times in business is we get so distracted with all of the work that we have to do and all the, all the other pieces of our business is that sometimes we move away from what we decided what our business was supposed to be. Or if we bring in other folks, whether it's an intern or whether you start to build with, with more employees, sometimes how we deliver who we are, what we do and why we do it and for whom gets mistranslated. And so when you're clear about it, when it's documented, when it's on paper, and when you use it as a training source, then everybody that you bring on is clear about your mission and how to execute on that. And so today I want to talk about detail, the, the detail part. So the um, decide section is really about the elements of your story, right? All the things that go into your story. Detailing is how you shape your story. And just to give you a little bit of foundation around that is businesses are created to solve problems, right? And so the best way that you can exist in a business is to serve the market like no other. Businesses are in the business of serving, right? Because we're solving problems. And so when you serve really well, when you serve the market like no other, it's how you lead, that's how you become a leader, right? We, my friends and I, we joke about how everybody wants to be a boss, but to really be a boss in the market, you really have to know how to serve first because that's how you lead. That determines your value, right? And your value is your currency in the marketplace. That's what people are really buying. They're not really buying your brand or they don't care about your brand unless it's solving their problem or making their life better in some sort of way. And so the best way to communicate those things is through your story. But your story does two things. It connects 
and it builds trust. And your connection is your foundational piece, right? It's when people find out, oh, like this is who you are. This is what you do. This is, I, I, I am now connecting with you because based on what you're telling me your story is, I think that I want your products and services or I may need your products and services. But the other part of the story that's really important for businesses is to develop trust. And trust is how you keep your customers, right? Which is how you increase sales. When there's trust, then you know that your customers are repeating a story or repeating a narrative that is going to benefit your business. And so that's what you really want to work on as well. So as much as you want to create a strong business story, you have to, what we like to say is operationalize your business story. And that's what we want to talk about today in detail. And so one of the things that you would do, or one of the first things that you would look at or consider as you're operationalizing your business story is your mission statement. One of the most important pieces of shaping your story is developing your mission statement. And what happens a lot of times with mission statements is I think people understand the importance of them, but sometimes I believe that they're created, they hang out and die on your website. And so what you want or what should be really important for you to consider is that your mission statement should be an integral and active part of your your business. It's not something that you create and you forget. It's something that everyone who comes into your business who is operating either as an employee, as a volunteer, as some sort of ambassador for your brand needs to understand your mission statement and they should see how it operates or see how it's weaved in through the operations of your business. And so your mission statement should do three things. It should, it should be really clear about who you are serving in the marketplace, how you are serving the marketplace, and what distinguishes you in the marketplace. Those are the three important elements. It can be a couple of words or a couple of sentences. It can be really short or it could be it could be significantly lengthy. But whatever, however you decide to demonstrate your mission statement or, or write out a mission statement, it should have these three elements. And just to give you an example of some really great ones, um, TED Talks, for example, is to discover and spread ideas that spark imagination, embrace possibilities, and catalyze impact. Just really simple. And when you think about uh, TED Talks, that's what they represent in the marketplace. Starbucks is to inspire and nurture the human spirit, one person, one cup, one neighborhood at a time. And a business organization called Great Places to Work our mission is to build a better world for helping organizations become great places to work for all. And so again, it doesn't have to be lengthy. It doesn't have to be complicated. It needs to be deliberate and clear. Another way to uh, help shape your story and to operationalize your story is to create standard operating procedures, SOPs. They are, SOPs are commonplace in major corporations. And so it's one of the reasons why, if you look at Apple, for example, that you can visit an Apple store in New York, one in Chicago, or one in Tokyo, and you would probably have the same experience in each of those locations. And that's because major corporations have SOPs for every single aspect of their business. And it's the reason is to create this consistency so that 
people understand what they're going to get from Apple every time they walk in the store. What happens with small businesses very often is you can have a great experience with the owner and then have a horrible experience later on with a volunteer or a spouse or sometimes even a partner. And I have an example of that. I There was a restaurant that I enjoyed frequenting many times. The restaurant is in Harlem. And so I would travel that distance uh, to go eat at this restaurant. I would bring friends. I've met friends there. I've brought family members because the food is great, but the service is excellent. And you really feel like you're, you're treated well when you're there. And so when I decided to have my first business meeting, I also decided to support this restaurant and have my business meeting there. I had four other people with me. The service was awful. What I learned is the reason that the service was awful that night is because the manager and the owner, they were not there. And so that's an example of why SSOPs or SOPs, standard operating procedures, are so important for your business because it maintains the operation whether you're there or not. And so for every trip that I had made to Harlem, I was fortunate enough that this gentleman was there and so that I had a great experience. The one day that it was really important that I have a good experience because I'm impressing business associates, he wasn't there. And so I, as a regular patron of the organization, could excuse you know, an off day if you want to, if you want to call it that. But I had four other people with me who are now have a, who have an impression of a business that they will actually share with other people. I can tell you based on the conversations that we had around the table that these four would never return to this establishment. When you have SOPs, when you have standard operating procedures in place, it creates a consistency. And as I said in the beginning, your story does two things. It connects, which is people hear your story, they see something about you, that emotionally connects with them and they want to support or they want to come in or they want to try your business. That's the one aspect. But the trust, how you maintain longevity, how you establish a a big customer base or a bigger customer base, how you increase sales is by having a consistent experience for your customers. And so that piece is why you establish the SOPs. Major corporations, like I said, they have SOPs for everything. They have outlines of SOPs that are extensive. Um, For small businesses, they don't have to be extensive, but they should cover every operation or every piece of your operation. For example, you should have an SOP for how people are greeted when they come into your business. You should have an SOP for how you send Packages. If you if if you have a, a, a an online business where you mail things out, so it's important that you have an SOP for every aspect of your business, for how you greet people when they walk in, for if you're shipping packages, you should have an SOP for how packages go out. What do you want your the experience to be when someone opens a box or opens a package that has been delivered from? your company. That should not be a random function. It should be something that's outlined, whether there's going to be paper in the boxes, whether there's going to be a note in the box, whether what is your return policy? How do you handle disgruntled customers? How do you um, offer discounts? All of these things should be SS, all of these things are SOPs that should be written and cemented in your business. 
So those are the things that you need to consider as you are developing your your business story. Business stories are not just about Again, the, the first part is, is very important. This is who I am. This is how I operate. This is who I'm serving in the marketplace. But the other really key component, and it's the place where small businesses struggle, it's in operationalizing their stories so that their customers can have a consistent business, can have, have a consistent experience every single time. That's what you want for your customers. That's what I want you to take away from this session. And I look forward to sharing more with you. Um, the other two pieces of this of this function are design and distribute. So in upcoming episodes, we'll definitely talk to you about how to create a wonderful and consistent design for your business. And then after you put all of the elements together, how do you distribute? How do you tell your story? How do you continue to reach customers in unique and dynamic ways? So Thank you all for hanging out with me today. And I'll be back again with a guest on our next episode. Take care. The Business First Podcast is hosted and produced by Sonia Aline. Executive producer, Ken Johnson. Find the Business First Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcast. On social media, on IG, at business underscore first underscore podcast. Follow the Mean Old Line Media Podcast Network on IG at Mean Old Line Media. Get the Mean Old Line Media app in the App Store or Google Play. The Business First Podcast is a Mean Old Line Media production.